Hey, what's up? You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show podcast. Thanks for checking it out, and make sure you subscribed. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? On 93 WIBC. So let's rock it! Oh, we have something exciting for you. I'm ready. This is a historic moment here on the Hammer and Nigel Show. From the people who brought you legal stuff. Yes. From the people who brought you vaccine stuff. And even the people who brought you Halloween stuff. (laughs) We're going to discuss the upcoming election. Okay. It's time for the world premiere of midterm styling debates fetterman legals <laughs> are so much better than giggles midterm stuff polling yeah. debates fetterman uh, midterm stuff so let's talk about uh, the man baby that is uh, john fetterman he had another one of those moments that he's going to ride off to being a recovering stroke victim, which, again, I hope he gets better. Recovering from a stroke sucks. Anybody that's had a loved one that has had a stroke, you know it's a long climb back. I hope he gets better. But when you want to be one of the most 100 powerful people in the world, when you want to be the one that has to decide my health care, it's perfectly fine to point out that you're not all there mentally right now. Take a listen to this. Quote, send me to Washington, D.C. to take on to make sure I push back against work to work. Send me to Washington, D.C. to take on to make sure I push back against work to work. <laughs> I just got goosebumps. Now, what, what, we're going to play this he, one more time. What's he I'm gonna, talking I'm, about? I'm going to read you the the line and then you're going to hear literally just one person just one person in this crowd just kind of give you a really half-assed rick flair <laughs> Woo! quote send me to washington dc to yeah. take on to make sure i push back against work to work and then the sad lonely rick flair woo send me to washington dc <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there is a crowd there, you can tell, but nobody knows what he's talking about. No. At that point, they're kind of just looking over at each other. This is our guy? I mean, this, this, is, this is it? This is the guy that wants to let second-degree murderers out of jail. This is a guy that can't do an interview without a teleprompter. Did you see that last week, the NBC News? He had to have a teleprompter there during the interview so she, he could he could follow along with the questions that were being asked. And when the NBC reporter had the audacity to say he had a hard time following the conversation, the woke blue checkmark Twitter went after her like she did yeah. something wrong. Uh, checking in with the midterms, CNN's Dana Bash was asking Democratic gubernatorial candidate in Arizona Katie Hobbs why she refuses to debate her Republican opponent, Carrie Lake. Why won't you debate her? Look, Carrie Lake has made it clear time and time again that she's not interested in having substantive, in-depth conversations about the issues that matter to Arizonans. She only wants a scenario where she can control the dialogue, and she's refused to sit down in a one-on-one, lengthy conversation to really clarify with Arizonans where she is on the issues. She's the one who's afraid of of talking to voters where she's at. And 
we are doing everything we can to take to make our case directly to the voters of Arizona. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you that when Arizonans who are struggling, when they go to open their ballot, when they're thinking about the fact that they're not sure how they're going to put food on the table, they're rationing their insulin, or they're thinking about having to drive their niece or their sister or their daughter to California to get the health care that they Oh, my need. God, stop they're talking. They're not going to look at their ballot and well, say, she just came it, and sat down. didn't debate her opponent. She just came and sat down with Dana Bash before right. she did. And, and that's and, exactly and, what Dana Bash was getting ready to bring up to her. Like, you heard that long, drawn-out answer. Was there anything in there that you heard that make you say, oh, now I get why she doesn't want to oh, debate this woman? sure, no. First of all, she said Carrie Lake doesn't want to sit down and do a long-form interview. She just did with CNN. She'll do it with you. She said you could bring your uh, uh, your animal. Your, your, your service your animal. Service animal. <laughs> you could write the questions. Your emotional support animal with you if you want. You could write out the questions. You could ask uh, Joy Behar, have him ask him to, to us. You know, I'll do it in any setting you want. And I just think it makes her, makes her look like a coward. Right. And she knows she doesn't have anything close to the skills, uh, you know, in terms of being polished like Carrie Lake does. He's a journalist and a broadcaster for decades. Here's Dana Bash, to her credit, from CNN, pushing back a little bit on Katie Hobbs. She just came and sat down with me and, and answered my questions for, for a lot of minutes. Um, yeah. A lot of Democrats are questioning your decision, and they're saying, you know, it's the wrong decision. President Biden's former 2020 co-chair said, I would debate and I would want the people of Arizona to know what my platform is. If you think she's as dangerous as you're saying to democracy, is it your responsibility as a candidate who wants to run Arizona to show and explain who their alternative is? That is exactly what I'm doing right now. And there is a lot more ability to have a conversation with you without her interruptions and shouting uh, to do that. Uh, there's a lot more opportunities for me to uh, get my points across without you pushing back on them. <laughs> right. And how about you know? Dana Bash right there of CNN? I mean, she did, and she did push back uh, in terms of, of talking about why she won't debate. Right. But I mean, all in all, she's you know, going to sit there and get mostly softball questions, but I'm glad she pushed her on that. I Seriously, I think it's we were just CNN. a couple minutes away from Dana Bash making chicken sounds to her. Bark, <laughs> bark, 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 trying to goad her into it like Marty McFly. <laughs> Nobody calls me chicken. Uh, meanwhile, in Georgia, a lot of attention focused on the Senate race with Herschel Walker and Raphael Warnock. We'll get to that a little bit later on. But don't forget, Marjorie Taylor Greene running for re-election in the House, and she had a debate against her challenger, Marcus Flowers, and needless to say, MTG brought the heat. The Democrat Party is the party of child abuse. It's the party that represents grooming children and sexualizing them in school, teaching anti-white racism in the terms of CRT education, and genital mutilation of kids, kids that can't even get a driver's license, can't get a tattoo, and cannot vote. How do you stand there and represent the Democrat Party as a father? And do you believe in genital mutilation of children under the age of 18 and, and these puberty blockers? Mr. Flowers, your response. <laughs> there's but quite these, a bit, right? There's quite a bit to go off right there. These debates are so much more exciting than the ones we were having in this state. Like, first of all, Diego Morales didn't even show up for the Secretary Diego of State. Diego wasn't there. Did I, did I sing it right, Kyle? Did I hit the Austin Powers right? You nailed it. To take me to the fair. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, the, you know, the, the Senate the Senate debate is what it is. It was what it was last night. We don't have any fireworks like that. The Senate debate last night in Indiana was Celebrity Jeopardy. Like, those three, they did not prepare anything. Nobody came off good. I felt sorry for our pal Dr. Laura Wilson, who had to moderate that thing. <laughs> like, remember when Will Ferrell used to have to be Alex Trebek yeah. in Celebrity Jeopardy? Yeah. And we've reached a new low. <laughs> like, that's how I felt about Dr. Laura last night. Uh, guess who's ripping on cancel culture? One Barack Hussein Obama. Um, he did a podcast, and he called the Dems a buzzkill, and he ripped on cancel culture. Quote, they think about them in terms of the life I'm leading day to day. How does politics, how is it even relevant to the things that I care most deeply about? My family, my kids, work that gives me satisfaction having fun, not being a buzzkill, and sometimes Democrats are. End quote. So you've got probably wow. the face of the party. Probably not even, probably the face of the party, Barack Obama, saying you guys are a buzzkill, and then he ripped on cancel culture. I think where we get into trouble sometimes is when we try to suggest that uh, some groups, because they historically have been victimized more, um, that somehow they have a status that's different than other people and that we're going around scolding folks if they don't use exactly the right phrase. You have to understand, he's campaigning down in Georgia for Warnock and Abrams. And you have to remember, those people did not want to be seen with Joe Biden. They'd rather be seen with with a guy that was president before Trump. Right. And Two-term so that's, that's president. What he's doing, and it's only a couple of weeks before the midterms. And I think the Democrats are getting desperate here. They're bringing out their big guns, but yeah. is this really going to help Stacey Abrams and Raphael Warnock when the guy that's stumping for you says, basically, cancel culture sucks yeah. and stop being professional victims? Um, after hearing those words and he also podcast, said stop, And he also said stop concentrating on Trump. That's one of the other things. Quit, worry, quit talking about Trump. He's not even president. He hasn't even... He hasn't even announced that he's officially running yet. Talk about the issues that your voters care about. Stop talking about Trump was an indirect shot at January 6th. And hearing the words of the former president kind of took me down a rabbit hole. Why don't we do some great moments in presidential speeches? Ooh, okay. Great moments in presidential speeches. Someday, years from now, our children will run on batteries made in Korea. Great <laughs> oh. moments in presidential speeches. Well, I look forward to that. Oh, okay. Be sure to catch us every weekday, 3 to 7 on 93 WIBC, or subscribe and get it right to your phone.